0: Hey y'all, Will here, and this is Stories with Mr. Stories. Today, I have for you a love letter to Texas weightlifting. Uh, This episode was recorded just after Adam White, Kenny Wilkins, and I helped tear down the Texas State meet, and we talk about the rich history of Texas weightlifting and how influential it is on USA Weightlifting uh, if you don't know a lot about Texas weightlifting, it has brought up some of the biggest names in USA weightlifting right now. Uh, folks like Sarah Robles, Jordan Dela Cruz, Spencer Arnold got his start in Texas, uh, along with Ursula Garza, who, if you don't know, I don't know what you're doing with your life. But we sit down and chat about the meat. We talk about Texas weightlifting in general and just how awesome it is. So uh, if you enjoy this, please rate and review. I guess that's supposed to help. I don't necessarily know how or why, because I suck at technology. But if you can do that, that'd be really cool. And I'm going to hand this off to pass me, pass Adam, and pass Kenny, along with a cameo from Bobby Circus, who is the meat director for Texas weightlifting. Um, I guess the state meet. And also the more likely candidate to be the president of the Texas and Oklahoma WSO. So, I hope you enjoy. I'm going to hand it off now. And here we go. Let's
1: start this thing off.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, so Mm -hmm. we're at the Texas State Championship that just ended. Um, It's been a long weekend, but today was only four sessions. But it was felt all like good. it felt
1: like longer than four sessions.
0: Yeah, uh, well, because what the first session started at? What time did your session start?
1: I was at nine.
0: Okay, so really quick, um, this is Kenny Kenny Wilkins. You want w- w- Who are you? <laughs> um,
2: I'm still trying to figure that out. Who I am? Uh, but no, I'm a uh, 25 years old. Been weightlifting since um, I was 18. Uh, my wife. Is a lot better weightlifter than I am. Um, so who are you married to? Married to Taylor Turner, now known as Taylor Wilkins. So she hey. had an awesome day. She smoked some weights today.
0: Yeah, today uh, it was decided that Kenny is now Kenny, Kenny uh, Turner. Yeah, Kenny Turner.
2: Well, she's been saying that ever since the day we got married. So even fa- before then. Yeah, her family already wanted me to be a Turner. She they wanted her to keep her Turner last name, but nah, that's traditional
0: Kenny like Wilkins uh, is a good, it's a good strong name yeah Taylor Turner is also a good strong name
2: I always thought it could have been cooler but it works
0: so anyway okay so y- your wife is cooler than you we got that yeah far Kenny's a good
1: lifter cool. don't yeah. let
0: him talk you I was down. Gonna he's, say, he, good. he's a good
1: lifter he's got beautiful technique he moves really well he's strong he just doesn't train all that much he's got it. the wrong job I'm,
2: yeah yeah my <laughs> job really screwed me over in the weightlifting world Um, yeah, because if I had a normal eight-hour job, I'd probably be able to train at a great. high level still. Yeah, but, but you
1: but you work from six a.m. to six p.m. Yeah, a lot it's, of days. it's tough to, and then you got drives included, or on top of that, it's tough to train. But I'm okay. I'm okay going
2: down in history as being <clears> known as like a weightlifter with really good technique. Yep, that's that's just (laughs) what I tell everybody I know. I'm like, Have you seen Kenny Wilkins lift? Yeah,
1: (laughs) the
0: prowess of that technicality. Yeah, that's
2: all. That's all I'm good for. It's about a good couple snappy lifts. The weights aren't gonna be crazy. But But
0: before, before you had this job, where were you going to school?
2: Northern Michigan University.
0: Okay, and what was there? Um, the Olympic training
2: site. uh, Yeah, Olympic education site. Whatever they called it. But yeah, it was supposed to. It's it originally started to be like a remote um, Olympic training site for college athletes, and there's like three of them in the U.S. um, But they've kind of just turned into like developmental areas for people to go. Like they offer some scholarship money and stuff like that. So um, that's kind of why we chose there just to get school paid for a little bit and still get to train. So, but yeah, that's where I met Taylor. So.
0: All in all, a good decision. And then, uh, Adam, you chipped in there quite a bit. Chipped in? I don't know if that's the right terminology. That's the it, is. it works. Whatever. Adam, <laughs> uh, you you spoke up quite a bit there, so why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, I am Adam White. I am Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. It is Sunday, Sunday, Sunday.
1: And uh, came to the Texas State meet to coach this weekend. I do like to lift weights. But uh, I own Stonehenge Weightlifting, teach people how to lift weights, how make them better at lifting weights, and uh, I just love the weightlifting world. That's a lot of fun. I meet a lot of cool people.
2: That was a strong statement there. You yeah. sure you're, You sure they get better? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they get better <laughs>
0: no, sometimes proof. it takes some time there's but yeah they get better, better. <laughs> and Adam grew up in Wisconsin I did grow up in Wisconsin yeah. so we've got that in common to Wisconsin years. and Kenny you're the odd man out I went to school near Wisconsin <clears throat> so yeah. but not not Wisconsin
1: you I grew enjoy.
3: up the soft life it was warm cool.
0: that, yes <laughs> yeah. that's, that's tough for another day but you gotta be you, you can't be soft living up north
2: no, no But but the Texas heat kit anybody can that's you know, brutal
0: too. <laughs> so anyway we're here in texas <laughs> yeah. for the state meet kenny competed today kenny what'd you hit
2: um i hit 113 kilo snatch and a 142 kilo cleaner jerk.
0: and this is at 67 or you 73
1: 67 by the way yeah yeah, yeah. so he weighed I took, I took 69 first. last night and uh he ate a steak and uh, he yeah, was just I fine was, this morning. I or was sixty-eight.
2: Well, I was sixty-nine yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. By the time I went to bed, I was sixty-eight flat, um, and had three meals. Yeah, I think I had three meals that day, which was very good for my health and for my for me feeling good. <laughs> just because I normally I would normally mm-hmm. cut meals, but I've I've learned, I've really learned how my body, like, holds food and, like, what helps me cut well. And so, yeah, before bed, I ate a six-ounce steak and some salad, and I still went to bed at 68. And then I woke up at 67 on the dot.
0: That's, that's some real good luck right there, or so, just knowing your
1: body, I guess. I think Yeah, I think I've just learned my body. He hit those lifts, and then he won gold. Now he's a state champ. Yeah, He gold. gets, Whoa, VIP, wait, wait, wait. He gets was, VIP on his, uh, on his badge
0: you, next was year. Was this your first... Uh, like gold medal a state? No, oh, no, okay. I've
2: won. I've actually, uh, I've I actually normally win state. Um, since I was a junior, I lifted as a sixty-two kilo junior since twenty fifth or when I started in. 2015, that was yeah. I was gonna say that's back before twenty sixteen. Yeah, and I've always done the state meet, and I normally won for the sixty twos, and then my first couple years at sixty seven, I won. Um, and then last year I actually lifted up. But I just wasn't really in shape, so I actually didn't. I lifted as an extra, so I didn't, like, medal or anything. Um, so, yeah, now I'm back to, now i won this
1: year, so that's good.
0: And, Adam, you didn't compete. You were just here. I didn't with, compete. No. And you, uh... I
1: won last year, and I didn't get VIP <laughs> on my badge.
2: <laughs> oh,
0: so you're salty. Yeah. Well, no,
2: salty. He should have been a VIP coach and a VIP athlete. Because I, I
1: had a girl win last year, too, in yeah. the Open Division. So, oh. But it's fine. So double VIP action. Double United VIP action.
2: action. That's fine. Yeah, we gave, we gave Bobby a piece of our mind. Yeah. <laughs> how disappointed we were. Oh, I'm sure he um, took it real well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I did want to lift this year, but I uh, just wasn't in the cards. This is one of my favorite meets. This meat is great. It's like a national meet, except it's in the state. But there's like, what? There's like thousands of weightlifters in Texas. Yeah. A couple thousand. And it's really hard to get into the state meet now. You have to have like basically 80% of the national total to get in. So you have to be uh, whatever the national qualifying total is. If you hit 80% of that, then you can sign up for Tier 2. But if you want to register first, you have to have a Tier 1 total, which is 90% of the national total. So it's hard to get into. I mean, they do have open, but usually by the time it goes open,
2: it's uh, all sold out. It's pretty much sold out. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Texas is, like, the biggest lwc well we for a long time we've been broken up into north and south lwc because yeah. we're so big um i think every other state just has one state
0: lwc california has two oh new they york do. has two okay i think california was bigger than us oh they are okay then um, but maybe uh, yeah, post
1: pandemic but... were bigger because uh i mean they were shut down a lot longer yeah. like we had gyms open and i imagine weightlifting took a hit in california just because they didn't like i mean it's if you own a gym, it's shut a small down. business, and your if your gym shut down for a long time, you don't have the money like everybody else to stay open. Yeah. So,
0: but now with everything going with WSOs, we're with Oklahoma now, correct? Yep. yep. So yeah. is that going to change the state meet for?
1: In theory, Bobby and Mel will still run it. Bobby's on the board. Bobby's ran. Bobby and Mel have ran it since what the it started in like two thousand and thirteen, or I think two thousand thirteen. Yeah, yeah. So they've been doing it, and they've been doing a really good job. I hope it doesn't change. I don't want it to. And like I said, Bobby is on the board. And uh, USA Weightlifting might appoint him the president anyways. We didn't vote for a president, but they're just going to appoint somebody as a president. Oh, so interesting. So it's possible that they'll appoint him anyways. Is that
0: for every WSO? or only Yeah, for? every okay.
1: WSO. It's getting a USAW appointed president. Wow.
0: Yeah. That's really interesting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I wonder, yeah, with the state meet, if Oklahoma would now, I believe they'd, I bet they'd still have a separate state meet. I would
1: think. Oh, I think Oklahoma will still have their own statement. Yeah. Bobby Yeah. Bobby could chime in. Are Bobby's y'all, right? live? y'all yeah, live. live? Yeah, we Yeah, yeah. Live, baby. <laughs> We were just asking, Oklahoma's still going to have its own statement. Oh, yeah. Yeah, even though it's like
3: yeah.
1: all-in-one WSO. Yeah,
3: no. they yeah. should have their own thing. Um, Texas will have their own thing. It would be nice to see maybe a uh, Texas-Oklahoma like me. Um, yeah. like a Red River rivalry thing right across the border one of
1: the casino. Yeah, cool. yeah to do it in a casino that would be cool yeah, yeah. Yeah. well let, let, let us ask you this because you might know the answer are we is Texas now bigger than California for a uh, number oh, of lifters I have
3: no idea uh, well, I, mean, have to look I know that up. we are bigger than California because we're just better than California mean, agree with that? Yeah, uh, yeah. I agree with that ask them how many <laughs> international medals they won last year I don't think it would be 24 <laughs> <laughs> Texas <laughs> yeah you. I mean Killing one of everybody. one of the Woodmans' clan brought home five of them. You know, I, that's the, already the person you want to talk to her. I'll take her. I, we <laughs> wish she could have been
2: here. To be fair, <laughs> I did ask if yeah. she could be here,
3: and
0: Kenny gave me the bad news. I was kind,
2: I was definitely second option. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind focused. of late. I mean, those
3: <laughs> top level athletes got to get their rest and the recovery. Yeah, there's you know? a lot more
2: important stuff. Yeah, than, yeah. yeah. We but we can
3: afford to throw our life away.
1: Yeah. And everybody, this is Bobby Circus, the gentleman yeah. that uh, runs the state meet for since 2013, right? Yep, twenty yep. yep. uh, thirteen.
2: So. Yep, and hopefully Will is going to post um, the the effects of a meat director
0: after a long weekend. <laughs> did Kenny tell you this? So Bobby fell asleep underneath the table earlier.
3: I, I did on. I, I <laughs> didn't even realize that I was sleeping there. Like, oh, I you were I went passed to sleep. out. The it was like barely the second quarter of the Cowboys game, and I woke up and it was only like four minutes left. Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Shh. And uh, yeah. What's this? it I, happened yeah i was out I, like it, was not just, it wasn't like a nap i was i was out out when you Undertated. wake up you don't even remember what's going on <laughs> <Those> <laughs> so you were to Adam's. <laughs> yeah yeah so. so anyway well i appreciate you guys all coming out will especially making the trip down here thanks yeah man. thank you well, uh,
1: will covers the state meet and makes it awesome get some really yeah. good quality photos and videos which helps it grow
3: yeah, yeah, congrats to Kenny. He's oh, finally going to be able to get a VIP credential next so year. So maybe he about won't, this. Though. Maybe yeah. he <laughs> won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, there's some stories that... Yeah. All right, it's so, fine. You just got to give Bobby one, crap whenever you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Adam should have probably got a VIP um, coach credential. I forgot about him. Uh, but even, even funnier story, I was texting uh, Brittany Rucker... Um, telling her, "Hey, I'm just running out of space for all the things that you're VIP for on your credential." And yeah, guess who forgot to even get her VIP credential? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, She's probably heard about that too. She she was. I cool. had a um, we a couple. I to borrow Kevlar vest. So I thought I was about yesterday. To to oh gosh. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask for their tears. Yeah, there was about to be. So. Oh god. Uh, but yeah, that no, it's <laughs> cool. <laughs> So, but anyway, I got to go back to packing up and getting out of here. So, yeah. anyway, thank you guys for coming. Right, yeah. Thank so, you, Bob.
1: Thanks for
0: uh, so, thank you Thank it. you, do, man. Uh, all right, gang. So, uh, I kind of want to talk to you guys because we were all here last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and there weren't any spectators. Uh, I reckon. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> th- okay. So, just because I've been to the state meet since. So, 2019, 2020, 2020. Well, excuse me. There was not no, it was 2020, so it was just before things shut down, because um, I remember I was, like, trying to figure out if I was going to Italy while I was here for that one, and I met you guys just, like, right outside. That meet was in uh, Austin, and they had, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2020, because no, it's, it was, yep. It's cool, but the, the the layout was really interesting, because you had, like, the big um, conference room that had both the competition platforms, and then on either side, you had smaller conference rooms that had the uh, warm-up platforms. Yep. It was, so that was kind of interesting where now um, for the 2021 state meet, we had the wraparound situation. There were no spectators. So the competition platforms went right up to the wall. It was facing
1: the wall. Do you know? remember that? Yeah, it was like 20 feet from the wall. Banana.
0: bananas. So yeah. you were only looking at the wall when you were competing, which I I'm didn't sure. Mind it. Yeah, I was going to say, I would, Yeah, I would mm-hmm. prefer that.
1: And then you got something yeah. closer to you to look at. I feel like sometimes at national comps, when you have to look – so far out, and then the lighting is weird. It's actually easy to like lose your lose your eyes a little bit. Not in the snatch, but in the cleaning jerk. Like sometimes I find myself like looking too far away. Oh, I think for both, yeah.
2: If it, yeah. If nothing, if there's just empty space all the way in a wall hundred feet away, that's tough. But then I was gonna say it's also tough with something close. Like if a
1: wall is too close then to it's you, tough. yeah. yeah it throws me off. Where but the state meet wasn't too off. close. The yeah. state meet was 20, like a perfect. 20 feet yeah, away or whatever it was. Yeah, it was, was like a done. normal gym. It was yeah. like if you're in a normal mm-hmm. gym, that's about how far a wall is from you at yeah. any given time. Yeah. And Australia now this year,
0: place. and now that yeah, and yeah. now this year we have the sort of the same situation where it's all in one big conference room, but then we had spectators. Yeah. Um, and bringing back the spectators made it feel pretty normal, right? I agree. Oh, like yeah. There was not a lot of um, like COVID restrictions that we would see. We at, were like, in Texas. Yeah. Like, so there's no it, restrictions at all. Right. Mm-hmm. There. Yeah. Um, so it kind of felt like Florida State meet, uh-huh. um, and like our, every meet in Florida since the beginning of the pandemic, the pandem- it's had like no effect. So yeah, yeah, um,
1: yeah. And I would say too, like uh, I mean, even last year it was like they did the no spectators, but uh, that was because I think there was laws when they were planning the meet. The laws were like, okay, you can't have big gatherings, but the, by the yeah. time the meet happened. They were allowing gatherings and stuff, but it was like, all right, well we already reserved this space and laid it out the way we wanted it too. So Right. I mean there was a lot of people in the room last year. It was fun though. It was a little bit more intimate last year. Yeah, you know what I mean? It was I almost agree. like you could and the way that the warm up platforms were set up, um it was like a big L behind uh yeah. I don't know. I just I really enjoyed the vibe last year. yeah. Because yeah. more good athletes more would kind of actually just stick around and hang out in the corners and sit up against the walls and stuff so technically we had a little bit of well and on
2: top of that i think people were still excited about just getting back to in-person meets so like yeah yeah, the people were just excited to be there and like you said more people sticking around it probably helped people stay later because we'd been away from it for so long that it was just so nice to see everybody especially all this texas like family like yeah with the state meet is like a great time because all of us
1: you get to see everybody you know people. each other and right. It's, right.
2: it's a great time every time yeah okay.
0: one, so, one, one thing I really enjoy too is the amount of people that continually compete here so in Texas like I come down here probably three or four times five or six times a year and I see the same people at every single meet they're very like this is a very active weightlifting community and I don't think that's quite as um, uh, ubiquitous across all of the WS- LWC, WS, doesn't matter. It's what I'm trying to say is it's really cool that Texas does have this really strong community um, and that, like you said, it's a family. And yeah, all, everyone... all
1: the people you compete with, like if they're not there, you notice. Like you know the people that are in your sessions. You know kind of what's going on. Yeah. You see all the same coaches. People, the Coaches around here stick along for – or like coach for a long time. Like yeah. there's not many short-term coaches in Texas. Like I see the same coaches at all the local meets, at the state meet. That's something that's really cool because that means that the, they love it and they're – in it, I mean, I, who, who was I talking to? I was talking to, well, Tim Swords has been in it for a long time, but there's oh, yeah. another Tim, I can't remember his last name, um, but he's been coaching for 20 years. A lot of people have been coaching like 10 plus years yeah. around here. It's kind of nuts.
0: And you have a lot of old clubs here like Huska, um, Spoon obviously. He's
1: like Huska's like number 6 like of the USAW members. <laughs> yeah. He's literally like his USAW member is like 6. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> this is Attila, right? You, yeah, yeah, Attila. Yeah, if you're if you're listening to this and you have a USAW number, that's like the the number you're the number that, you know, in order of when you whenever signed up, you yeah, high. yeah, whenever you signed up, and yeah. that guy's number six, and he's here <laughs> yeah, every year. He's fifty some years old, and he snatched 105 kilos and clean and jerked 135. Oh, like a monster! Yeah, and he's
0: like, 50, I, think I think he's fifty, fifty two or fifty three years old. Pisses me off how well he moves, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's, he's, man. Oh,
2: and whoever, somebody that trains with them said that he. Uh, he literally picked up a bar to start training for this meet like two weeks ago. Yep,
1: <laughs> like he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't even, even train that much. No, he coaches train. a group of kids, yeah. and then he'll like sometimes he'll work out. Yeah. And how many people here say that? Like, and they just love tech. I have a girl that comes back, a masters athlete that comes back um, like two or three months before every year just to do the state meet. Like she doesn't, she doesn't do as many local meets anymore. She does maybe one, and then she'll take a little break and then she'll come back for the state. Is this Cindy? They love the state. Yeah, this is Cindy. Yeah, yeah, yeah they love the great. state meet so much. Yeah, yeah, the state
2: meet, man. I. I as long as I'm in the sport, I make it a point to do the Texas State meet. Yeah, hands down, best run, better run than most national meets. I, I think
0: this is why I wanted and, to talk to y'all, yeah. and I want to talk about the Texas State meet specifically mm-hmm. because it is so it runs so well. We had yeah. one, no, it didn't even run late. The last sessions of the day ran late, yeah. But that's because like they're the last sessions, and people are just moving slower, and that's yeah. like not bumping anything out of order. This meat runs without a hitch every oh, yeah. time, yep. and it's due to Bobby. Like, yeah. I know it's all, yeah, doing. he yep. knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. Been doing it since, what, you said 2013? 13, yeah. Yeah. 2013, yeah. But I think
1: he was hosting meats before that.
0: Yeah. You know, like, uh, yeah. Like
1: local meats and stuff. Yeah. So he's been hosting meats for a long time. The
0: hardware they give out at this meat is legitimate, like, it's yep. heavy. Like, I'm yeah. holding one right now, and it's probably a good, Pretty like, 100, 200 grams. Yeah.
1: I like and then, how you use grams because you know grams from when you measure your vegetables and from coffee. Yeah, and from coffee. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And so I'm basic ounces. I have no, you know I no idea, no, no concept. Yeah. Um, and
2: yeah, I, I would attribute it to yeah the experience um, that Bobby has, the equipment they have. Um, and all the backup stuff they've got, but then also the help he has. I mean, all the people that help him help out almost every year. Yeah. Like, he's always he's very got the same people helping yeah. him. The whole crew is experienced.
1: Which means yeah. that he's running a yeah. good meet and that people are, like, you know, you know when you have high turnover on volunteers and stuff that, you know, maybe the person running a meet is kind of being a, a jerk or, right. you know, not really running a grade, right. and it's frustrating everybody because – uh, you know nobody wants to, it's unorganized and you yeah. don't know what your responsibilities are and that makes people angry and that's not that's not how it is here you can see the same people i mean we just took down and i've i've helped take down at the state meet for years it's always the same people help take down oh, yeah. you know yeah. so it's just like all right same yeah. clothes, and it goes yeah. so
0: fast Yep. Everybody. And and to say like uh mark mark house's speaker he was here yep um rich came back from kentucky to come uh and yeah. announce yeah yeah, yeah. yeah for real. so okay. like it's always in, in arizona, arizona? I'll yeah, he's in, in Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, he's yeah. Phoenix. yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: and the, travel a long way. Every yeah. every time it's in a or every hotel that it's in it's always a really nice hotel. It's always immaculate. the The pricing yeah. for the rooms they always get a good discount, so that you can stay here pretty conveniently, um, and it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. It's it's a uh, it's really yeah. well done. I don't I don't have any complaints about the same. Either.
0: No, I th- I think we've we've. Talk this up a lot. So yeah. if you're a Texas resident, you're not at the state meet. What in the hell are you, you doing? You gotta get your, your total life? up. That's really yeah. That's really right. true. Yes, yes, yes. And I've got
2: I've got to add in though, and the one kicker to the Texas state meet that I think I could say it pays more than any other. Oh yeah, if you win, meet. you get big money. The okay. cash prize. Tell me about it. How much did Taylor win? Uh, twenty-two fifty.
0: Excuse me? Two thousand two hundred. Hold on. Okay, yeah. so Taylor Wilkins. Yep.
2: So here, yeah. All right, yeah.
0: break it down first, Kenny. Okay,
2: I'll break down the, the payment structure.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, so you get two uh, two $250 goes to the best overall male and the best overall female. Okay. So that's the one prize that's separated by gender It's okay. just the $250. But then there's also an overall prize money. That pays Ooh. first, second, and third. That goes I know first is two thousand dollars. Second, I believe is a thousand and third is seven fifty. It it breaks down something like that. I don't second and third might but be. But you have different.
1: to beat men and women.
2: But then that overall is combined between men and women.
0: Is this Sinclair?
2: And nope. This this year it was it has been Sinclair in the past, but okay. this year it was actually based on the NRS system, which is how you rank on world teams. So the NRS percentage is how yep. you get ranked on a so world like team. Like Roby, right? Um, they used Roby leading up to the last Olympics. That was
1: the system. but,
2: oh, now, but now it's different. It's a little bit different. Oh, yeah. I
0: need to do some learning on that. Okay. Yep. Yeah, me
1: too. So, uh, it, but I never look at it because I always know Taylor's going to win because Taylor's <laughs> on a world team. So, like, if you have someone competing in the meet that's not a world team, obviously their NRS is higher than yours if yeah. you're not on a world team. So right. <laughs> it this doesn't really any... matter for
2: anybody. Else. Not going to win? No. Yeah, no, no, you're not going
0: to win. Don't even worry about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and it's a, but it's a, it's a weird system. Like every system has its flaws. Yeah. Right. Um, now, mind you, this isn't Bobby's system. This is the system no. that they're using right, right. to get exactly. on to teams. Yeah. 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 And the reason I will add this in, Bobby told me this before this meet. The reason he's using the NRS to rank people here is because he wants coaches to gain experience in knowing what those numbers are to actually when they, when their athletes do start fighting for world teams. Yeah. Because it's, it's you valuable. you got to pay attention to that stuff. you got to learn how yeah. to pay attention to that.
1: It's actually, once you get yeah. to those levels, it's very complicated. You have to learn all the, like, qualification procedures, all those things.
0: Yeah. And like Bobby was talking about earlier, how many medals did Texas bring in? 54?
2: Uh, he said 24.
0: 24. 24. Yeah, Jeez, 25. I blew that up a lot. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. But 366. <laughs> the amount of people that Texas puts in international teams is insane. Yeah. And like, like international like caliber lifters that come out of Texas. Jordan Dela Cruz, uh, Chad Bond. He was out of Texas. Chad yeah. Bond <laughs> was. Spencer Arnold got his start here. Yep. Um, so Sarah Robles. Oh yeah, Sarah Robles. Excuse me. Sarah, Excuse me. Sarah Robles is a
2: two-time bronze medalist at the Olympics. <inaudible> and yeah, and she's a Texas. She gets
1: coached by Tim Swords, who yep. who's who's here and, a- and is
2: right. here every day or here all all years of the state meet right yeah uh um, yeah and then from there Ta- taylor's a newly texas resident she wasn't from here but right for the last couple of years been but
0: texas year. breeds some weightlifters more oh, while yeah. We're getting oh yeah there's and a lot of
1: good youth and junior uh, lifters here
0: and i was talking yeah. i can't remember who i was talking to uh but about like even just following the rules of the sport so, like, a lot of local competitions, like, they'll just forget the 30-second rule. Like, oh, it doesn't exist here. Mm-hmm. Where you have mm-hmm. to declare weight within 30 mm-hmm. seconds or you just get the automatic. Yep. Um, And so, like, uh, there were people upholding that. There were a couple of uh, coaches who were like, wait, get that's a rule." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I,
1: would say, I would say at a local meet, like, because I've ran local meets, helped out at local meets. If it's a new coach and it's obviously a new coach and a new lifter and somebody messes that up, like the first time, like if I'm running the table and like, let's say they get in right after the 30 seconds, like I'm going to yeah. give it, I'm going to give them the change, but I'm going to explain to them like, Hey, look, like, you know, I'm giving you this cause it's like, you know, you was right here. Your name has to be signed before the 30 second mark. Um, those types of things so that they learn and understand yeah. and so that they don't get discouraged and pissed off about weightlifting and not want to come back. But it's like, you got to learn that at a local level. But also, I mean, Bobby sends out an email about all the rules. I like sent yeah. out an email yeah. about all this. So, like, this guy who was all mad this weekend, it was just like, come on, man. Like, how did you make it here without, a, without you know, understanding those rules?
0: Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just uh, Texas is really well. I mean, Texas is yeah. really good.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, we enforce things. And, like, people are about learning. So, when you go to local meets, if you don't know what you're doing, like, I've helped coaches, like, and, but the coaches get together. Like we all know each other and, we're, and we notice someone doesn't know what they're doing. And then right. someone who do, who, someone who has a light coaching load will go help that person. You yeah. know, like that's what we do around here.
0: Right. Um, I kind of wanted to talk about like individual days competition, um, sort of the highlights that came about. One thing I do want to bring up is, uh, Tom Witherspoon who, uh, he owns the barn. Okay, so the barn is like love the barn, uh, Adam's <laughs> yeah.
1: one of the best venues.
2: I was yeah, gonna I say,
0: which place. one of you think knows more about the barn?
1: Um, maybe neither of us know all that. Much I about don't it. know too
2: we, much. We, all right, so we Bobby the, we tried, tried to exp-
0: yeah, Bobby tried to explain it to me, and Tom. Ta- so the barn is literally out in the middle of nowhere, just like outside Chad used of to Dallas. Train out there.
1: Like when Chad would yeah. go up and train with, uh, I think uh, Richard Fleming. Yep, Richard Fleming. Um, like they potentially they would meet in the barn. I know they would meet in some sheds in Texas. Yeah. Uh, and, like, because Chad lived in Belton, and he would drive up uh, to meet with Tom and with – because, yeah. like, their relationship is awesome. Like, those guys yeah. are just, like – I mean, it's like these these old dudes – like, to us, we see them, they're in their – what, they're in their 70s and 80s. And we yeah. see them at every meet, and they yeah. lift still. Yep. Um, but it's like, yeah, you guys helped Chad Vaughn. Like, and that was when weightlifting, like – like, the amount of information and technology we have around weightlifting and the, and the amount of people that care about it now. Um, like, Chad was literally just, like, they were just, like, writing stuff down and watching international competitions in person to, like, learn more about what they needed to do so that they yeah. could come back and train. And Chad, like, trained on his own all the time and then would drive up and see these people and they would lift. Um, and, and But the, the, the barn and Tom Witherspoon have been there for forever right you know, like all those platforms on the side and like there's a lap yep. pull down machine in there kenny yes. and i always joke about that because there's one like an old 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 lap pull down machine yeah. um and people train there yeah they yeah. sit i
2: mean there's a little pool table in there yeah like, it was a hangout <laughs> spot it yeah. looks like a little dream like weightlifting camp and <laughs> it's
0: full chock full of a bunch of weightlifting memorabilia like oh, yeah. pairs of weightlifting yeah. shoes that olympians have worn there's Olympic flags from like um, different games. There's just photos. There's a, poster of,
1: there's a there's a poster of Chad with his head photoshopped of Tom. Right, it's Tom Witherspoon's face on no. Chad Bond's
2: yes. body. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's on the yeah. wall. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, and so in this place, I mean the the uh, seating is made of church pews. It's up on a like a stage. Like the platform is honest. Yeah. It's elevated. Um, yeah, I love the church pews. Yeah, yeah and it was really cool. Awesome. Tom actually gives a service because uh, they used to only have the barn on Sat, like the barn is a competition on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. Um, but Bobby was like, "Hey, this is getting pretty big. Can we have two like two days?" And Tom's stipulation was they had to be able to have a church service there. So if you get there early enough on Sunday, Tom will deliver a sermon, which I think is really cool and neat because uh, it's like that's part awesome of too. it. Yeah, that's um, cool. So the barn is, like, this just – it's insane. So the – I don't even remember why I got to this, but I really want to talk about the – Oh, Tom Whitlishpoon. Tom competed this weekend, and like you said, I reckon he's – Probably 70, early 80s? Early 80s. Yeah. He,
2: he might be in his 80s. I think uh, he is. I think he is. And he competed
0: 80s. at this meet. And then, uh, which I thought was really cool, uh, uh, Richard Fleming, uh, who's also known as Master Splinter, correct? Master Splinter, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, Tom would, he, he coached uh, Richard at the barn this past May. Um, and so he was like helping Richard out. And then at this meet, it was Return the Favor. So Richard like coached. Tom and I just thought that was really yeah, fucking cool. I agree, and that yeah. was like day one highlight. I saw that happening and I was like, the Cup is full. And that was the first session of the day.
2: Those guys, if you want to, even there's a couple other older guys that have been weightlifting, like one of them named Jim Napier. I don't know if anybody will know who that is, but he used to be really good in USAW. But these old guys, they um, in Tom Witherspoon's garage. The spoon garage. It's not the barn, but it's similar. Another Um, Chad Bond old training location. Yep. Um, They still train there on the weekends. Yes. And like they have their little group that they train with early in the morning. And and they have (laughs)
0: like homemade equipment. Like there's a GHD that's like Mel was telling me about this. It's made out of wood (laughs) and padding, and then there's actually a hole for because guys train there. So do you see where I'm getting at? It's basically a table with a hole in it with padding. Do you know what the you guys know what the woods for? I mean the holes for, right? Little, little the green G H D. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Oh, I didn't yeah. want to say it, <laughs> little but, little but so they the have bag. this in there. They, they have gotta like homemade squat racks?
2: racks. The junk's got to be comfortable. Yeah, look, look, it
3: does, the G H D does suck. when you It get does pinch, suck.
0: <laughs> but so, like you said, at this like yeah. garage. Um, oh yeah. It's, yeah, it's just a bunch of homemade equipment. Like these folks were just on the fly doing what they could and like. I and mean, That's going to be us when we're old guys.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah hopefully. Gonna, yeah, I hope so, too. Hopefully. Yeah,
0: I saw Tom lifting. I'm like, I want this to be me. Okay. Does I Tom would...
1: split snatch? I didn't see him lift this weekend because I was coaching yeah. somebody It's a snatch very narrow split.
0: Because yeah. Richard,
1: uh, Richard split snatches, yeah. too. I love a good split
0: snatch. Yeah, Richard has yeah. a really good split yeah, snatch. Does, yeah. It's insane.
2: <laughs> I, that's a that's a record that I'd like to know is how many how many state meets has – Tom done. I, I don't think Richard has done them all consecutive, but I think Tom has like has something like in in winning too. Mostly because I think he's the only one in yeah. his age group, but he has some insane record. Who's the
0: eighty-seven-year-old? Uh, There's an eighty-seven-year-old. Oh, uh, Mel year old. coaches him. Yes, he's the guy that
2: Mel coaches. That's uh,
0: no. no, 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 no. no. no, no. Brian's way one. younger. Brian's he's like fifty-something. Like 50 no, no, 50 no, he's seventies? No. He's seventies. 70? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But he's not eighties though. No, but. Yeah. uh, Oh, man, I can't remember the stat. I feel terrible. 87 years old, split-snatching, split-cleaning, split-jerking. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, I wish
2: I didn't know who that was, but...
0: Yeah. What else did you... Are you sure it wasn't Tom?
2: No, no it definitely wasn't so Tom. Okay. <laughs> I promise
0: you it wasn't Tom. Because I was photographing Tom, and I just saw this guy. I was like, this dude's 87. What the hell? I hope that's me. Yeah. Uh, from day one, if you can think back that far, it feels like it was four years ago. Um, were there any uh, any highlights that either one of you? Because you were here that day, right? Yep. No, my highlight,
2: um, I coached Mel
0: on yeah. Friday. So yep. Mel is...
2: Uh... We, we coached Mel. Oh, we yeah. We coached yeah. Her together, but you are her coach. So yeah. Okay, yeah. Me and Adam Wait, coached you're, Mel. Wait, you are her um, coach? He's doing Ta- her program. I started program for her. Yeah. No for, kidding. For the three or four weeks leading up to state meet. Yeah, was programming for her.
0: That's so cool. I had no idea. She,
2: she'd been asking me for a long time to do it, um, but with work and everything it's just tough like I wasn't fully programming for anybody um, I know I'm capable of it but it's just um, I, I didn't want to let her down I yeah. guess by not having the time
3: mm-hmm. that
2: she might want or need um, so but I finally committed because she was like you know she was in a bad space and like wasn't training very well and was just tired and beat and I was like all right. I'll start a program for you. Let's get back in shape before state meet. Let's do something good. So I think she was happy we finally finally made it happen, and here we were. And she did pretty well. Yeah, she did. That was made her open her snatch. Um, missed... She went two for three in clean and jerk, right? She went two for three in clean and jerk and yep. one for three in snatch. Yeah, yep. Yep. so made her open her snatch, which, which yeah, she, she was ecstatic with those numbers she hit, she snatched fifty-eight and clean and jerk seventy-one, um, which um, she hadn't been near those numbers in a while. So I think she was super happy.
0: Yeah, so, and she's uh, she's a lifter who's competed at Masters World. Yeah, She's done, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, done, 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 done Masters Worlds. World's. Yeah. She's done Master Panams. Yeah,
0: yeah. And she's got a lot of really fun stories with uh, Richard Fleming. So if you can ever get her down, I want to talk to her too about yeah, like because. Master Splinter uh, started to coach both her and Bobby at the same time. And yeah. he would not, like, Richard would not let Mel train in the garage. Like, in, she would have to train on the sidewalk. Um, and, like, he wouldn't let her do anything until she, like, perfected a back squat. So yeah. she was doing this for months, like, just yeah. him yelling at her. and um, yeah. But now he's, he, I, I see him, like, I don't understand I don't how mean, you could, man. because he's such a nice dude. But.
3: Yeah, lots yeah. of really
0: fun stories. Adam, what was your uh, what was your highlight?
1: Well, I really enjoyed Coach Mel. That was a good
0: time. Yeah, um,
1: I think my highlight was uh, my lifter Cindy. She's now forty eight or forty nine, but she snatched an all time PR. <clears throat> uh, Cindy just doesn't like every year. She's like, you know, Adam, I'm getting older. I don't think I need to lift anymore, and I'm just like Cindy. No, you, you're good. You just gotta push, you know. And uh, she was just like, <laughs> she's stubborn. She like came up to me. She snatched 54 kills, and she's like, I want to open at 46. Like she rolls into the meet. And she's like, let's let's just do a safe opener. And I'm like, Cindy, you crossfitted like. I don't know, last year, and you did that one workout with 30 snatches at like 95 pounds. I'm oh like, if God, you can yeah. snatch 95 pounds 30 times, power snatch it, we can't open or your snatch opening. at that weight. <laughs> 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 <Or not opening. laughs> and I'm like, mind you, we do the tech. She- this is her sixth year at the Texas State Meet. And I'm like, mind you, we've never opened that low. You know, just because you're one year older doesn't mean. So, anyways, she That's ends funny. up finishing at uh, 54, which was an all time, a lifetime best. Um, and uh, 60. Six, which was uh, uh, like a comp PR and something that she hadn't touched in forever, because again, she doesn't, she know, she like, she wants to be conservative all the time. So, but that like kind of lit fire for her, and I'm just like, you see, you know, you've been working. She puts in the work every year and gets better, and that was that was a lot of fun.
2: That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah,
1: you just need to tell her.
2: Well, first off, uh, older women, especially, they crack me up because they're some of them are just like that. They're just like so carefree, like just gotten to weightlifting because they want to just be active or something but then they compete and so many of them just like have fun with it and they're so those are people that are just so fun to coach and be around yeah yeah because they have fun no matter what it literally does not matter what they hit yeah they're just like go and snatch
1: 46 48 and 50 if i let her you know then she'd be stoked (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'd be like come on we're leaving six seven kilos on the table but she'd be jazzed up Yeah,
2: but then on top of that, yeah, you just you need to tell her like, Cindy, you got to keep lifting for your health, just for your bone health. Just the years that it lifting at a moderate weight, like obviously when you train really hard, it beats up your body. But for a lot of people that are the casual weightlifters, it's it's phenomenal for your body. It's so good for you. Yeah, it it probably helps you for years to come. Just working muscles and bones and structure. I agree. And that's yeah. why
1: everybody needs to just keep lifting. And yeah. that's what's nice to see about all, all these uh, masters lifters at this meet because you see so many of them and they keep coming back and then that means you know they're healthy too.
0: Yeah. And that's why I really so I really like that on Friday we start with the masters and then Saturday we have like the youth and the juniors.
1: Yes, I like that too. Uh, yeah,
0: that's really cool cuz then you get like you get both you get sides. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, exactly. You get to see
0: all the young kids, which this
1: year there was more there were kids so and juniors than ever. Like many kids.
0: You know, what my favorite thing that happened was Alyssa Ballard. Um, she was uh, she competed at Junior Worlds, correct? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's now training under Team Houston, uh, which is super yep. cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, but she and her sister Alexa um, both competed, and Alexa, I think she, Alyssa said she's like eight or nine. She was competing with Alyssa's Team USA singlet, mm-hmm. and she had a freaking teddy bear and a blankie with her. Yeah. My guys. Oh, it was the sweetest thing ever. <laughs> um, but she she competed at, like, I don't know, I think it was, like, 1 or 2 p.m., and then Alyssa competed that night um, without a uh, without a teddy bear. But she did have a blankie. So I guess okay. they shared that in common. But it was so cool because they wore the same singlet and, like, um Alyssa coaches her and stuff and so um to see like that influence on such a young person is so cool um and i'm sure you guys i
1: saw i mean i don't don't have any youth lifters but uh, dj bray he runs bobcat barbell they do a great job with college athletes but they have one youth lifter and they coach her mom as well and i watched uh her name is nora the daughter um she lifts just like her mom, like same mannerisms. No kidding. Yeah, like s- kind of similar setup, and like lets out a little yell. And I, I don't know how old she is. I'm terrible oh, with God. kids' ages. Like I look at her, I'm like, I don't know. You could be four or twelve. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how old you are, but like I was just like, oh, that is awesome. Like because I watch her mom lift, and it's so similar. And it's just like oh. it's cool that she picked it up because I know they train together. Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, it was cool to see. Yeah, just picked up the lift as Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how much your kids. I, I don't have any kids, but just talking
1: to parents too your kids just watch everything you do yeah,
0: yeah. very monkey see monkey do yeah. sort of situation yeah. so
1: and if you're a healthy adult and you, you work out your kids more than likely going to want to you know do that or share that with you so yeah. you know that's why it's awesome to see all the masters because a lot of these masters i mean they're you know they train four or five times a week yeah they, they got kids they got jobs they do everything and it's, that's why it's so cool i mean i, re- I really respect that because it's really hard to lift weights when you have a ton of things going on in your life, you know, like, right. I mean, it can be done. Lots of people do it, but I think a lot of people say like, Oh, I have all these things. I can't do anything. And then you've got a group of people here that like crush it in every aspect, you know, got like, uh, kids and jobs and all. Yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And then one other thing that was really cool that happened on Saturday was Ella Vaughn. Oh, yeah. Again. Yep, she did. Um, I don't remember what she hit. I think she went, like, two for three in the snatch, maybe two yeah, for Chaz, three in the clean yeah, drink. chad yeah, yeah. Chad Jody. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so it's always fun to see that going on because you got, of course, you know, Chad, the Olympian, and then Jody was really good in her world own right. I
1: she was a world team member. Yeah, right.
0: Um, oh, my gosh. I remember – I can't remember if it was Jody that tell, told me this story, but Chad, um, when he was, like, prepping for – I think it was uh, London Games – he, uh, he was, like, just uh, sitting on the couch, like, oh, can you, like, make me something? And Jody would just, like, always just, like, make your damn self. And then she would, like, walk away uh, or something. But he would, like, continue to do it, and she would continue to do that. So she's just, like, that. if, uh, mm-hmm. if you don't know Jodi, I think that should tell you everything you need know, to you know about Jody. She's fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, Jody's <laughs> awesome. That That couple... I mean, I I was coached by Chad for a long time, and I hung out with Chad, been friends with Chad for forever, so I have so many stories about him, but I think just one of my favorite things about Chad is, like, that guy went to the Olympics in 2004 and 2008, and I think in 2004, he worked at Domino's, like, he was delivering pizzas, no and then training, and then, like, going after the Olympics, so, like, it's very different, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. now, in USAW, if you're going to the Olympics, or you even have, like, prospects to, you're getting a stipend. Right. And you're getting a livable stipend. Like that guy did it when he was just like, okay, I want to dedicate my life to this, and so he just did what he needed to do to make money, trained without really like the support of USA Weightlifting or the team. I think at some points, you know, he got a little bit. I think as the years went on and as USA Weightlifting got bigger, you know, there was prospect for some, but I, you know, it's nothing close to what right. what you get now and the benefits and like travel expenses and all that stuff. They just did it on their own. Both Chad and Jody did, you know, and like. Jody was coached by Ursula, Chad. You know, Chad kind of mostly did his own thing, but bounced around. Had a lot of people helping him yep. in coaching regard. You know, and, right. but all those people did it for the love of the absolute love. Of it. I mean, people do yeah. that today, now. But it's not like they have to sacrifice kind of what what he had for his for going to the Olympics. Yeah,
0: and I'm like even these coaches now, like uh, so many. Uh, I've I know. Almost all the coaches I know in Texas either have some sort of like sponsorship program um, or they just straight up coach kids for free. Yep. Um, and I, that's one thing I really admire. I know Tim Swords is doing a lot of good um, for like at rescues and he things does. like that too. Yeah, he's so. got a huge program. Yeah. Coach
1: tons of people out of his garage.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, that little garage. That, there's a lot of history in there too. There is. Yeah. Gosh. Um, I mean, what? His Cameron. What, what Cameron, was the guy's last name? Oh, Cameron, Cameron, Cameron Swart.
1: Swartz. Cameron, yep. yeah. It's like S-W-A-R-T Who's like Who, like, that. Tim, Kenny and I ran into Tim in the bathroom, and I was like, hey, I just saw him snatch 150 kilos, like, and he's 32 years old now or something like that, and at one point he snatched, like, 75 or 80, and he clean and jerked, like, 220 two, two, or two, two, yeah, two something like that. He said, t- I think Tim said, get him back up to 215 yeah, or something. something. Yeah, something, and, uh... Uh, he goes, you know, he comes to the house once a week and trains. And we don't know if that it means that he only trained once a week or maybe he trained somewhere else. But, like, right. you still have a guy who can snatch, like, who can obviously not train very, you know, like, what he used to maybe and can still do 150, 195. You yeah. Know? yeah. And it's awesome to see. Like, watching people lift that amount of weight is just, it's crazy. It's nuts. I mean, I don't know why. Yeah. Sunday, what's rough about Sundays is everybody leaves.
0: You know. Yes, <laughs> gosh, all heavyweights are all the heavy screwed. Are screwed. Me out for for the, for a lot of people, and I, like, oh gosh, I really wish there was a way where you could start the competition with like the heaviest lifts. I
1: see why. I don't see a reason why you can't. Oh, okay, I'm glad I'm can't. not the only person in this. Re- boat. I don't think there's any rules.
0: I don't think against there is. It. No. Well,
2: here's here's what you would run into. This would be my argument against Let's you. hear it. Is that. If you started the competition with the heavyweights, the heaviest lifts, I think you would lose even more interest at the end of the competition. Well, yeah, 100%. If you had even lighter ones that people maybe didn't want to see. I I think the reason that the lower weight – not the lower weight class. I I think all the senior classes, they normally – everybody enjoys watching those. Um, But then maybe like the masters and the juniors and the youth are kind of – they're just they're there still learning, developing, so the weights aren't as heavy and blah blah blah. But if you I, I think having the heavy weights and the big lifts at the end actually keeps more people there till the end. Because some people do want yeah. to see the biggest lifts of the weekend. Whereas
1: if it was the opposite would but I mean, be less. People. But here's the here's the thing though. Like people, it's not necessarily spectators that are going out of their way to come here. The spectators at these meets are the athletes themselves that happen to be there. And if you compete on Friday or Saturday, you're leaving before Sunday happens. Yep. You know, so it's like that's what. So it's not like we're holding retaining yeah. spectators. The people that are watching just happen well, to be there because there's they maybe, maybe they didn't book their flight until whatever. Because <laughs> the youth for sure have spectators. Know. Yeah, like the, Saturday okay. is always the biggest. Day. I was just Saturday about to say had
0: Saturday had the most. most amount of spectators. I like... So there's a shot I like to get. Like a really wide angle from behind the lifter. But you have to be kind of sneaky because you're not like technically meant to stand like anywhere behind uh, where they are. So you just like have to fish your lens through there. And just like a wide shot of the lifter lifting. But then everyone in like the seats and stuff... I couldn't do that with any of the senior sessions because there was just no one fucking there. Oh, gosh. But Saturday, yeah, those they seats were, were filled. Yep, it was popping. Yep. Mm-hmm. For kids and uh, juniors, yep. yeah, they'll be filled.
2: I wonder, I wonder if that's because they have, like, more family.
0: Like, 100%. Is it truly yeah, spectators, or is it just more
2: family youth. wanting to come see the youth and juniors? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I, it's like I cousins think that's it, probably. Uncles, yeah. but, but I'm like, even hey, talking about, hey,
1: juniors lifted today. I'm talking about <laughs> national meets, though, too. Like, yeah. Saturday is always the busiest uh, day yeah, because yeah, you got yeah, people yeah. that got in and lifted Friday. They stay till Saturday. They leave, they either leave Saturday night or Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like a lot, sometimes Friday it's not that busy because a lot of people get in on Friday and they go yeah. to the training hall and they leave. Um, so all I'm saying is, you know, <laughs> or, or, sayings, or, or listen, I, listen, I'm guilty. Could, I, I leave before the heavyweight session. You've never seen me lift at nationals. No. Yeah. Exactly. Oh yeah.
2: No, maybe. Oh, no. No.
1: definitely. didn't <laughs> <pass again>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know. And I don't blame you. You got to get back to work on Monday. Yeah, I, don't, I don't, wanna, Monday, I don't want, yeah. I don't want to ask you to take or anybody to take yeah, a day around. off of work, yeah, you know, cause I lift on tough. whatever time on Sunday. You,
0: know. you had an early session this past Nationals, like Sunday. You had the first session of the day. Oh, was stupid like I'm, I'm better
1: about that because, I mean, it's just like everybody in that um, session. Well, first of all, there was only five guys in my session. Yeah. Um, so I had a session problem. of five. Yeah. Um, or maybe it was six. Don't quote me. I think it was supposed to be eight or nine, and then so many people dropped out. But then the A session only had like eight. Yeah. So it's like, why didn't we just have one session, and why didn't we do it at a reasonable time? You know, I just like whatever. I mean, I had a great meet, still hit, uh, I think a comp PR or all time PR cleaning stuff like that. But it's just like, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, luckily I didn't have to really coach that weekend, but it's just rough. Yeah, you know, the Sundays man. are rough. I know I'm just complaining <laughs> out here. You well, know, it's but it's like, weekend, I but just want to you know. have one meet where they start the Heavy uh, just source. flip it just yep. flip it you know one meat where they bobby.
0: flip it bobby maybe the state yeah, meet probably one year like bobby. you probably here they flip bobby you think you it think so it you wouldn't like it <laughs> i don't know, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. we'd find something else to yeah. complain about yeah, yeah. <laughs> there'd be something.
2: Uh, like, I wasn't ready.
0: Didn't get to walk around all
2: I needed, weekend enough. Needed a couple more days, you know. I, I didn't have a whole two days to adjust to the hotel vibe. Oh. I'd get there on Wednesday. <laughs> yep. and, then, and then you'd lift on Sunday and be like, yeah. Kenny, I'm leaving on Saturday.
0: <laughs> sorry, bud. I'll watch the live stream, though. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I do. Yeah. Ooh, I'll be on the, the flight then. Now. My bad. <laughs>
0: uh, but Sunday is today. I'm yep. sorry. I'm running on. Fumes. Yeah, we're all
1: pretty tired. Fuck. Yeah. I
0: think I walked like 32,000 steps yesterday. Really? 32,000 in one I day? Don't That's want a to lot, talk about <laughs> it. Um,
1: I got I got fourteen thousand today. Ooh, but
0: that's hot dog! I, 13, actually, 000. you might have beat me today because i made very. I was very intentional about sitting still.
2: You do thirty-two thousand so many. My watch died. <laughs> <laughs> watch just shut off. It's just yeah. Uh,
0: but today, I my highlight for sure would have been uh, Taylor hitting. Was that ninety-six snatch? Uh,
2: she snatched ninety-six. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, yeah
0: which yeah. was a PR for her.
2: That's and a yeah. That's a PR in comp. She's hit. Well, even from the floor, she's only hit uh, – she's hit 96 in training off the blocks. Okay. Um, so from the floor and in competition, 96 is a PR.
0: And it was Alex Thornton's uh, – well, I'm sorry, Alexander Thornton's first uh, competition as a senior. I think she went six for six. She was.
1: It was her first competition as a senior, I think. Yeah. Really, she did great. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we've she, she got her since it. she was a youth. She's a, yeah. she's
2: a six for six lifter, I'll tell you that. That, there's not That's how Bobby it's surprising. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's surprising if she does not go six for six.
1: I genuinely feel like, and like, this is uh, I never did this because I'm, I don't know. I was young and dumb and just like, even when Chad like tried to help me and was like, no, let's open lower. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> open lower. So like I spent most of my like weightlifting in my first couple years missing almost all of my competition lifts. And I truly believe like a lot of people do it this way. Like, um, D J. He has tons of kids and and young lifters. And Bobby does this. And they'll their third attempts are maybe what if they were an experienced lifter, what their first attempt should be. But they go Uh six for six in so many meets. And then I finally saw them. Like I I watched one of their guys that I see um, throughout the whole year because he's always at the local meets. And then they pushed him this year, a bobcat guy, and did awesome I think he went five for six but he took huge lifts and it's just like if you become a six for six lifter you are a six for six for, yes, six for six lifter yeah. maybe you need a couple meets to like go really light to just get used to that but sometimes it's a weird psych like psychosis Chad always said everything's pattern it's like if if you get in the habit of going four for six you're a four for six lifter so it's like I think, you know, there's value in and that's what Alexander was. I mean, Bobby started coaching her what when she was really young. Yeah,
3: probably, probably, probably
1: just held her like held her back for a long time at meets like, you know, like I said, like first her third attempt was more like what her first or second attempt could have been for her strength and skill. But just boom, then as you progress and you become a good competitor and you and your technique becomes more consistent, boom, that's who you are. 6 for 6. Yeah, I and, wish and, I was and, that person. And, like like you not. said and and then when it
2: is time to push for that PR when a competition calls for that PR
1: lift, you're used to making you're, it. You're probably going to make it. All you know how to do is make because lifts. All on you the know platform. how to do is
2: make lifts. Yep. And then and you don't even think about it. You're just like,
1: I'm a gamer. I, yep.
2: I make lifts in competition. Whatever you call for, I know I can make,
1: and that's what you get used to. You trust your coach. You know, it's there's a lot of good, a lot of good that comes out of. And I, I do think it's easier though to start someone like that when they're a kid. Oh yeah Because when you're an adult And especially like Like For instance I You know I run a club But I also run a business So like people are paying me To tell them what to do So if I'm like If I tell them that they're gonna go Three for three And their last attempt Is something they don't deem to be fun They're just They're gonna quit you know what I mean? They're going to be like, oh, I didn't try it. You're telling I, I don't blame me we're
0: them. opening 20 kilos <laughs> never, less than my PR? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> Excuse
1: me? It's just not going to work. But it's just like I do think, you know, like what I try to tell – what I try to get my athletes sometimes to do is just hop in a meet and go lighter and go six for six just to feel that and then like that's – See what it's like yeah. sort of thing. I mean I, I did that this last year. I did – I had my first six-for-six six last year, and, like, I did ridiculously light weights, like 20 kilos under my best. And I still almost screwed up just because, like, the, the thought of going six-for-six. Six, yeah. It's <laughs> just like, it's not easy. easy. Am I worthy? I've never done any. I mean,
2: like,
0: you go. I, was, I
1: almost missed, like, 155 kilo clean and jerk. You just go out at
0: 80%. Like, I don't know if I can do this I, right I, now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't should know. I should I lower it quick? Is it? No, it's already on the bar. I, I oh,
1: can't, no. i do it. Yeah. And I did yeah. it, and then actually uh, it worked because I went, and then it was the meet right before the state meet, and last year I went five for six on the state meet, I only missed my last cleaning jerk. And then yeah. from then on, I usually, the next couple meets, I went five for six.
0: Yeah, that jerk was so close.
1: Yeah, it all, <sighs> the third one always is. Always See, I is gotta, so maybe I got to go do a meet where I go six for six, make my last jerk. I can, it could be 140 state kilos, jitter. doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> you just got to do it on the platform, <laughs> and then go in and hit what I want to hit on my third one somewhere else it's incredible yeah, well, it's a lot of psycho- like competing is like psychological like there there is you know like obviously you can't be deadbeat tired uh or you can't be completely out of shape but like people that make lifts in competition have figured out the, got
0: the psychological
1: the yeah, yeah,
2: yeah yeah and even uh, I was gonna say like to your point uh Going six for six, just just lowering your weights and having a fun day does never guarantee six, six for six. six. No, you can yeah. still screw up. <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I'll, I'll tell you what. Going off of like psychological stuff, like even I, I, I truly think like I'm I, I'm very good in competition. Like I make a you lot are. of lifts. Mm. I make a lot of lifts, and that change happened sometime in college. I started training under Vance, and as soon as I moved up a weight class, and I wasn't a 62 kilo anymore. I was a very competitive 62 kilo, like trying to make junior world teams and stuff like that. And when I was finally done with that and moved up, the whole mindset just changed. And I was like, all right, it's just time to get stronger and like have some fun. Like it's going to be a while before I'm competitive again. And at that, from the time that change happened, I've been a very consistent lifter because the next couple meets after that, I just had fun and I was going six for six, five for six, whatever it may be. And then since then, like you say, it's just a pattern. Like you get used to it and you learn what that mindset feels like. And you're like, why was I ever putting so much pressure on myself? And like when you know you're going to make lifts, you make lifts. And when you don't put the pressure on yourself, you make lifts. Now I
1: put the pressure yeah. on Kenny. Yeah, I'm and like now Kenny, Adam, you got to open up yeah. heavier, and Kenny, you got to. Yeah. But it worked today. I mean, one it of my highlights work, of the yeah. day, you hit 142. Yeah, you got he got smashed by 137. <laughs> he still made it, but it was it was awful. Oh, and but you if, had to
0: take 90 like seventeen thousand times yeah. in back.
1: I kept wanting him to take it more because <laughs> everyone was passing out. I was just watching. <laughs> I was watching lifter after lifter take a clean and then get dizzy and then not make it because everyone was sitting like fifteen twenty minutes between cleaning jerks attempts. So yep. I just kept going up to Kenny, I'm like, let's take another one. We we gotta keep your heart rate up.
0: And I remember Kenny and I were just sitting there watching you pacing back and forth, like these fuckers keep missing our lifts. We're <laughs> laughing at you. Like, my eyes pissed. This man is on a mission to get people to take more attempts back here so they'll pass out. Yeah. There were what, at least four tech stops because of that shit. Yep. From people to sit we Like, t- getting, oh, that, like yeah. getting that, like, getting that,
1: like, and then fall. And, and you know what? You know what happened? It was everybody's second attempt, and then they would take it. But because then the weight wouldn't move up, everybody almost made their third attempts because they got they got kind of back in that zone. I think there's a time that you can sit. I mean, it can be up to t- If you're a bigger dude, it can be up to 10, 12 minutes. But, like, depending on how you train, like, if you're not used to that, but I understand why you wouldn't take something either. Like, I don't blame anybody, but I just didn't want Kenny to pass out.
3: Yeah. And it I, worked.
1: I would attribute
2: that last cleaning jerk being as quality as it was probably to y'all having me keep moving i think if i would have kept resting it would probably crushed me who knows probably wouldn't have stood it up but yeah i mean in that situation sitting that long yeah we it's needed. tough yeah it can be really hard to
1: move
0: yeah kenny you were just sitting there saying i just need to get under it and you oh, yeah, said that Over and over and over and over. Yeah,
2: I was scared. I was scared to not get under it. I'll tell you that much. Not scared, but questioning my ability. A healthy fear. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Questioning my ability to pull it high enough and with enough momentum to be able to get under it. I haven't pulled 142. I haven't pulled one. Let me back up. I haven't pulled over 130 in, I don't know, three months four months yeah leading up to this meet i i snatched 107 and 130 and that was it
0: and so. kenny's technique is really interesting i find it really interesting because it's a very slow pull and yeah. then it's just yeah right so there. fast you know, it's Kind fast, of it reminds fast. me of ryan Grimsland he's short
1: kenny's short and his stance is wide and his speed under the bars and his timing where he catches the bar yeah, is impeccable. incredible yeah yep. so it's it's really it's really cool to see and like like i said kenny uh he doesn't get to train that much anymore when during the pandemic Kenny and I trained together yeah. for what 8 weeks like uh, yes or uh, maybe even only 6 weeks Maybe only weeks. 6 weeks yeah. but like he got to train every day and he did 120 140 oh, yeah, We I did a we did a we did yeah. like a local meet or like a I'm sorry an online oh, yeah, yeah online yeah. Kenny did 120 pissed. 140 and then I hadn't seen him do that once he got his job, I hadn't seen him put anything. So to see him do 142 today again, I was I was fucking yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's been. And I will say
2: that I've done a couple local meets where, you've hit and, 140? where I've hit 140 mm-hmm. and 141 a couple. Or, yeah, 140 and 141. Um, but yeah, snatch. I haven't pulled 120 in a long time. I went 117 at one of those local meets. But and
0: today yeah. you at one 150, 113, 113. Yeah, I, to I missed
2: 111. Oh, I, I met, right. that was my one lift I missed was my second snatch. Um sitting a long time. Sat a long time and yeah, just got soft. Take a lift in the back. Just got soft
1: yeah.
0: on it. Yeah. Kenny, take it again. I've taken it ten times, Kenny. <laughs> take it again.
1: Just move, damn it. <laughs> I do pace a lot back there. You do. Uh, I, oh, yeah. That's how I get so many steps. Everyone's always like, how do you get so many steps? And it's yeah. just like when I when I uh, get a little bit like whatever, I just start pacing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you
0: start mumbling, too. It's great. <laughs> Watching Adam. Adam is, um, I don't know if, if you, a lot of you, I don't know who, how many people listen to this. How, okay, if you don't know Adam White, he's a giant of a human being. It's like, what, what are you I'm like? six even six even you're like two usually around
3: 240 240, 240. you're like 102 109 109. okay yeah
0: so picture that in your head and then just imagine a beard and like a baby face and there's adam white (laughs) He
2: does have a young face you do
0: have a young face um good (laughs) so just imagine that baby face walking around just cursing a lot being all anxious for his lifters and that's that is adam white in a nutshell
2: Hey, if you want to see Adam
1: White, like, go follow him on Instagram. Thank
2: As you, you.
0: Sunday, Idle. Sunday, Sunday. What's your Instagram
1: handle? So Let's uh, get I was stressed out today because I got 14 zone minutes, which I mean my heart rate was above like 115 for 14 minutes just from coaching. Oh, So, gosh. so, so, yeah. wow. so, so, so the heart rate got up. Yes, I got stressed out today. It was like there's a situation. It's fine. But yeah, if people start that's missing good. lifts. My heart rate just <laughs> skyrocketed. Oh, no, was, was it during my session? No, yeah, I it? wasn't nervous about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. But uh, yeah, I know a lot of stimulants in the back. And that's the nice thing when I don't lift um, at the end of comms. I can take as many stimulants as I want to for sessions. Like when I when I do the weightlifting me and I have to coach an entire weekend and then um, I lift at the end of it, I do no stims.
3: the whole weekend because I
1: just like if I have stimulants and stimulants plus the adrenaline I get from the I always crash by Sunday but I've actually had some really good meets where I've coached like 15 people and I've lifted on Sunday and I've still done like near my best or hit a PR last year last year yeah yeah
0: you were you coached and you were on a you were on a caffeine fast yeah
1: I didn't do any caffeine until (laughs) yeah and that was a long caffeine fast that was like two months or three months yeah
0: Oh, I remember you telling me about it. And I was like, yeah, you have so much fun with that, man. I'm-
1: I was sick for about two weeks yeah. just for getting off caffeine. Like, I had yeah, headaches for. And wait, so I had headaches and I was like sick the first week, but my headaches actually didn't go away for like two months. Like, I would get a headache the same time every evening until like it was completely, gosh. I guess all the withdrawals went away. I wonder if you scared. could avoid that with like decaf coffee. A like like decaf has would a small like amount has of caffeine. It was a very small in. amount, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so you wouldn't do that. During well, your you would have you would avoid it, but you'd still be getting caffeine. I did oh, I did absolutely okay. nothing. Maybe it'd be a way to ease off though. The reason I did yeah. just start doing decaf, or like a
0: doing half caf, or yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah. I gotta I gotta tell the listeners bit. why I got off of caffeine, and maybe it rings true to what happened after I got back on it. Is when I take caffeine, I like I train too hard, and I just get this like personality that's like let's just keep going let's just do it and then i yeah. just push so hard in training that i get hurt so i had just gotten hurt and i was like you know what i'm gonna go off caffeine because i just keep pushing myself so hard and then i did get hurt and then this year i can went on so much caffeine same thing and happens it's a pattern so maybe i should
0: limit break the c- pattern break the pattern at least bit. yeah but like it worked
1: f- really well i mean i had a good meet too so
0: or just like limit the amount of uh, stimulants you're having to around training
1: that's all I do. Yeah, okay. yeah, like in my normal life, oh, I, really? I only have caffeine before I try And then my I don't God. do of the rest of the rest. I mean, I do nicotine the rest of the day.
2: Oh, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: Not a, not a ton, but... And I don't smoke cigarettes. I just do... Right, tabs, just like, yeah. yeah.
2: And you won't do caffeine past, like, a certain time
1: either. I, I don't right? do it past noon. You know? yeah. I do it, like, the latest I'll have is, like, 11. But, like, Holy this weekend, shit. I... Did it all the time. Yeah. Yo, this, you I
0: know. had at least 700 milligrams of caffeine yesterday. You
1: need uh, 34,000 steps. You know, how, you Yo. can't do that without 700 milligrams.
0: No, it's bad. <laughs> You need
1: those calories too. But I have yeah. to say. Oh
0: yeah, I was living on pitas. If if you, these pitas were good though.
1: If you hang out with oh, Will yeah. at these meets, he is there from the first session to the last session. He is on it. He's running across the room all the time. He knows like how many attempts people are out on different platforms. He times it all out. Um, and you you see him, so his mind is constantly working, his body's working, and then his photos are beautiful, and he does that every single day at <laughs> all the competitions. And like every time I think about complaining about how I feel, I always remember Will's still there, and he's always in a good mood. He's never angry, and he's always positive, and he's always yeah. excited about what's going on. And I'm like, I gotta be more like Will, you know? like because <laughs> it's fucking awesome, man. He loves the sport of weightlifting. That. You will help Will. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you will follow him and support gosh. his work. Yeah. Oh my gosh. No, because that's a that's a unique trait. Because I definitely that get like I definitely get a little cranky. Or like I mean, if things are going, you know, oh, if, yeah. oh, if my lifter had a rough session or something, it impacts me, and I could be a little bit, uh, yeah. you know, frustrated or whatever. You know, you got to bounce back you know, for your next person, and that's the thing too. And you know, you want and that's your energy in the back is good because you want to have yeah, good vibes in the background. Oh right.
0: yeah course no and uh, i have to have a little conversation in my head every time of like when you're talking to um lifters like before they go out or whatever some some people like to like bounce things off of you like just to kind of like get nervous things out um but like to always respond in like a positive or like to always say a positive never like um i'm having a hard time i think you've uh like, example, but like, you only think we only say things that are positive and not like, Oh, you're doing so great, but like, you're like, you're doing what you need to be doing. Like, listen, yeah, to you like, you're
2: ready for this, calm, yeah, right? Something. Exactly. Like, if somebody's down, I'd be like, Oh, I don't feel good today, or something, but you're always there to be like, no, you're right for this.
0: Yeah, like, you've yeah. prepared for it, like, you're here, you got your shoes on, you've been, everything's looking good, and if it's not looking good, you're trying really hard, like, so always, like, um, like being conscious of, like, saying things positive um, to people, and I, I reckon I got that off Greg, because I remember him saying um, at one meet that, like, you can tell who, like, uh, newer coaches are, because they'll, a give cues or like explanations and negatives like mm-hmm. don't do this don't do that um when you do this next time don't do this and so instead of that just like do this, this. yeah do yeah. This. so always like a positive like yep yep yeah, that makes just, sense and yeah. you can do it you can do this you can do that you know yep.
2: like, yeah yeah um, definitely a lot of the on game day a lot of the coaching kind of takes a back seat, like the
1: technical coaching role. don't say a damn thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like
2: you don't bring up that stuff. It's all like you're here. There's not much that's going to change now other than if somebody did something like, like, okay, you know you don't do that normally. I told you today you
1: get to squeeze your hands longer because the one clean in the back room, your hands slid a little more than they normally do. So oh, I was like, I was like, yeah, keep your hands like on that. the bar, but that's yeah. tiny, and you, yeah, and that's something small. you can do without yeah. having to think very much. Yes, yeah, it's, it's you know, not going to throw small. off
2: my whole like technique or yeah. anything.
1: You know? I didn't like tell you to lift differently. Yeah, right? you're, not, like, you're, you're never telling do. somebody to like
2: change their foot position or, yeah. or like most change of the time I just, start position. I just
1: remind that person that they've done this before and that they're capable yeah. of doing it. You know, it's just like, hey, you've done this, you're here let's do this imagine what it's going to feel like when you do it you know like those kind of things you can't get too deep yeah no, it's, yeah it's exactly. very surface level, yeah
2: you know. it's got to be just yeah. like give it all you got like yep. if they need more height on the bar you better push
1: with everything you freaking exactly.
2: got right, now. right exactly <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah
1: and you can with certain athletes you can be like you know you once you learn your athlete you know kind of what to tell what what to say what not to say what energy to bring what energy not to bring i always right. try to be calm like, I mean, I'm calm when I'm talking to people. Like, I guess I pace and mutter shit, but, but <laughs> I try to do that on my own. Like, I'm not, you know, <laughs> right. Yeah. to let like, hear it Yeah. see it. Exactly.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, even if everything is falling to shit and, yeah. like, everything is going opposite of plan, your lifter now has, like, mm-hmm. five attempts to get things out when you thought you had 20. You have to approach everything so calm because if you okay. show even a little bit of, like, Oh, no. Then your lifter says I freak had that. out.
1: I, I had the, the worst meet I've ever coached at. I was really stressed out at. And then I like I reflected on that meet, and I was like, it was me. I was like, I stressed everybody out because oh, I gosh. was stressed out. You know, because like, if a couple people start – like, in that session, I think I had four guys – and the first guy started missing, and then I started to, like, stress. And oh, then, no. And then I put that on all of them, and then every, everybody made at least one, I think, that day. Uh, maybe somebody didn't, but it's just like, that was me. I should have stayed calm. I should have, like, and then I learned. Like, So that's why, you know, younger coaches, like, you see that, and it's just like, they're going to learn. Yeah. They're going to figure it out, otherwise people are going to keep missing lifts, you know?
0: Right.
2: Hey, that's great, though. I like that you reflect on, like... Your coaching, like always. how you did that weekend, mm-hmm. I, I just I, I can't help but think there's probably a lot. Probably not a lot, but there's probably some coaches that don't do that and probably think that everything they're doing is, is the right way to do it. And, and yeah, I don't know. I feel like I watch people that are like that. And...
1: Well, as an athlete, right, like I'm an athlete and a coach, when I have a bad meet, I always blame myself. And, like, I assume my coach is also thinking about what he could do better. Yeah, I don't hope. blame him, but, like – it doesn't matter. Like it's every. Yeah. This sport is an individual sport, but it's very much a team in the sense of like what, you know, both. Of, if a meet goes awry, what does everybody need to do to make it better? You know, like and not blaming someone or something. I mean, there are objectively things to blame after meets. You know, but it's not like a blame game. It's like a, here's what we need to uh, identify what we did wrong so that we can do better next time. It's addressing uh,
0: situations instead of so it doesn't happen again. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: So it's just like, oh, now we've identified this thing that we could have done better, and we're going to try to do it better next
3: time.
1: Yeah, and like I had a conversation with uh, one of my athletes who was like, like, oh, well, next meet I need to do this, 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 and I'm like, man, you know, like in his in his scenario, it was like this was a one-off scenario. Like you can't train for what happened today. You know, right? Like there's certain things you can't you know figure out the perfect thing for you know or train for that like kenny couldn't train to wait 20 minutes between his lifts because he'll get hurt in training you can't be like oh yeah you know like i'm gonna am gonna do a clean and jerk in training and wait 15 minutes and then do another one like you're gonna get hurt like the adrenaline from the meat allowed him to like do that um with a couple light lifts yeah to stay in it now you can do some wave training and training but you still can't rest or mimic what's going to happen in a meat because you have no idea what's going to happen in a yeah, Unless you, you know don't. you're going to follow yourself every attempt. And then you get, you get to train on clocks. But right. most of the time, a lot of those details and things that happen that negate performance. And then people's perception of their performance is based on what they did in a gym. And it's like, this isn't the gym. This isn't the gym, This right. Yeah, you know, this is a competition. And the, the more yeah. you can... And that's why if you go lower or you have a different mindset, you're going to make more lifts. Because, like, you're not trying to hit that lift that you made in that perfect scenario with your favorite song and your, all your yeah. friends and your pre-workout and your perfect yeah. warm-up on your own platform, you know, it's like, nope. That, that brings a question to mind. I wonder if you think about
2: this as a coach, like, is there, I mean, sit like to avoid having an athlete. Cause I'm sure there's athletes that are like this, mm-hmm. that are, that everything, is, the rest is timed perfect. Like everything goes well. You have good days, But then, when stuff you do get to a comp and stuff is different, like there is different rest intervals, um, and they freak out, they fall apart, or whatever it may be. Is there anything like? Is there any way to prepare for that as a
1: coach? So I, I took an interesting um, style. Uh, I had a two weeks ago on a day that like is normally kind of like a light day. Everybody walked into the gym and I was like, "Here's the game." This was it was. I actually told my athletes that were competing what to do, but I, but I let everyone else kind of do what they wanted to. That was just training. I'm like snatch clean or clean and jerk. Um, and then I wrote out a point system based on how close it was to their max. Um, and then like the people that I wanted to work on a specific lift for the competition, I told them what lift to do. And, uh, we played and everybody did really good because like they went into the gym thinking they were going to do their program and whatever was on their program. And then they just like, they snatched or they clean jerked and everyone did awesome that day. They did better than the day that was supposed to be the heavy day. They did better than the day that was supposed to be, because they got out of all their patterns, all their routines. Yep. Yeah. And I just told them, this is what you're doing. This is what you're doing with it. And my girl today, that typically or lately has been struggling in the snatch. I had her snatch that day. She went three for three. Hit a PR snatch today. Robin, meet. yeah, Robin. Hell yeah! yeah. And like, and it was it was awesome. And like, the snatch had been her nemesis and meets for the last couple ones. And I think that day was important because like she had she was feeling beat up that day. And I was just like, well, you're snatching today. <laughs> and she had a great snatch that day. So it's just kind of like I'm as a coach. I read a book that actually said the best or athletes perform best when they're having the most fun. And mm-hmm. so I'm actually going to incorporate days where people are going to walk into the gym and they're not doing their program. They're going to do the game I came up with or they're going to do the complex yeah. I want them to do. And I'm going to take that practice and integrate it um, because, yeah, like, I can't remember what book it was, but they were just, like, some of the best feats of athleticism happened, like, unplanned. You yeah. Know? yeah, just, like,
0: freaking... Harrison uh, Harrison Morris, uh, He he's only snatched 160 or above... I think three times. Uh, and one of those times was at a local meet that was happening at uh, his old gym. Uh, and they they were just doing like a, a meet and like between sessions. His coach at the time was like, hey, do you want to compete in this next session? He was like, I don't have anything. And they like gave him a pair of shoes and he snatched 160. Yep. And he had, he didn't snatch 160 again until I think Hawaii and hit 161. So Jeez. like and yeah. it's like how you're much
1: proof how much can we you know because it's so easy to build stuff up in your head you know like before a meet like when you know you're supposed to go do the thing and you've got to do all the all the travel and you know it becomes this like burden almost Yeah. and then mm-hmm. the burden can like come out in a really weird way when you compete but then like random days if you have those and then you learn how to have fun again sometimes yeah. in weightlifting you actually have to learn how to have fun because training can seem like it's a job right. and you have to remember like so i I'm do trying this because it's a good
0: time yeah, yeah. I, i'm
1: trying as a coach i'm really trying to find ways so i'm going to come up with a bunch yeah. of different that's my goal in 2022 i have a few coaching goals and that's one of them and that's what uh, yeah that's what i i that's what i want every athlete to find
2: right because like when i get into a comp like even today it doesn't matter what i've even hit in training but i just i love I, whatever comes at me in a competition i just i i have fun with it and i give it my best and i don't doubt anything it's just like you just take what's coming and and have fun like that's just the biggest thing and that's what i've learned how to do and and uh and it helps me so much as an athlete on on competition days and i hate seeing athletes that are too stressed out like even i had one today um courtney on in that session she just she just gets down on herself like and she's like oh like i'm i'm don't feel good, and, you oh, know, like, I hate, she she actually said, I hate competing, is what she said, she's like, she's like, I don't even want to do this anymore, like, I hate competing, and I think it's just like, I don't know with her, I, I don't know if it's worry about not doing well or not, because she doesn't, she's not, like, too serious about the sport, no, like, yeah, she's not, like, really, she doesn't train, like, but she like, likes it, she's been around, I've known Courtney she, for yeah, she probably years. loves the sport, yeah. right, but, but yeah, she <laughs> loves watching people do it. Yeah, but she said, like, today she's like, oh, I hate competing. And I'm like, gosh, like, I just, I love competing. Like, this is the time that I enjoy the sport the most. So I just, that's what I, I want people, other people to have that. To experience that. Yeah. yeah. And to be yeah. able to get to that point where they
1: can. And
0: that, yeah, and that makes them a good competitor. Yeah. I think that's a, I think that's a good place to end. I think so, too. That was a good, um, gentlemen, thank you for, uh, sitting down and talking about Texas. Thanks for having us on. Talking about weightlifting, talking about yeah. coaching. I got a lot of insights there. That was a lot of that was fun for me because yeah. we don't get to have these kind of conversations. Like usually, we're just too yeah. busy hanging out.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, usually when we hang out, we're doing stuff.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Busy as fuck. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, I've gotta we gotta wrap this up before my computer dies. Okay. Honestly. Yep. Uh, yep. Can
2: I make one more plug before please, we begin? Please, please, please. I was just about Bob, to say. Bobby wanted me to make one more plug because he heard us talking about funding and payouts and stuff of Texas weightlifting. So back to a previous topic. He told me that the that Texas has paid out almost seventy thousand dollars to forty plus athletes since twenty sixteen.
0: Oh my so, god.
2: That's legit. So seventy grand in what, since twenty sixteen? So five, six years? Yep. And well, that's yeah, that comes years.
1: in a lot of forms. Yeah, yeah, like, like they do scholarships yep. now, yeah. they
2: do a lot of other stuff, but I just didn't want to end that's like that. That's over ten grand a year. Yep.
1: Oh yeah, and they that comes great. from the LWC. Whoa. You know, that's yeah. like that's just yeah. membership. That's small kickbacks that we get from USAW for uh, uh, people being members of USA Waylifting. Yeah. yeah, and they and take that money and and then uh, probably money from. Oh, you know, meets different th- and, stuff, meets and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But, So that tells Bobby. you just how big yeah, uh, Texas Waylifting is. They're doing
2: great. Good stuff. Well, thanks ah, everybody yeah. for
0: listening. Texas yeah. Waylifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, really quick, uh, Adam. Where can people find you? Uh,
1: uh, Instagram Adam White. 94, because I was born in 94, and I once was a 94 kilolifter that, <laughs> that confuses everybody. I was only on Weightlifting House once, and he, the only thing he talked about is why I was a 94. And then uh, Stonehenge Weightlifting.
0: If you're ever in Austin, Texas, and you don't go to Stonehenge Weightlifting, we're not friends.
1: Gotta go to Stonehenge.
0: And also go to Austin Barbell, because it's really cool. But go to Stonehenge, because Stonehenge is awesome. Cool. Yeah,
2: Stonehenge is the best. Yeah. That's my go to training spot.
1: Kenny, where can people
2: and find around you? New York City Park. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram, uh, at Kenneth Ryan with two N's. I
0: always thought so. it was Kenneth the Ryan and I yep. always got really confused. Just Kenneth Ryan. I read Ryan. it that way too. Oh, good. I'm glad Did we're you? all on oh, board that's here. That's weird. Uh, and who do you lift for?
2: Um, I lift for Spoon. So that's Which Bobby and doesn't Mel's.
0: doesn't have an Instagram. I don't Not think. Not really. No. Oh, well, you could go to
2: Big D Barbell.
0: Yeah, Big D Big, Big Barbell. Big D Barbell is, is, is where,
2: himself. that's yeah. Bobby and Mel's. Uh, club page But they all fall Under the umbrella Of Spoon Barbell I think because They don't want to Have to pay a new Affiliate fee
0: And Spoon Barbell <laughs> I think shit. that's also it's Like number two Or number one. Oh yeah It's been yeah. around forever yeah. um, And that's Tom Tom Witherspoon yep. That's where the Spoon comes yep, from That's where that comes I from. felt real smart When I Put Figured that, that together. out <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm a genius Hey for a while I
2: thought the same thing I was like Why Spoon? Yeah. Why, why the hell Is it Spoon Barbell? And why
0: the from? hell <laughs> Is it a bowl? But now yep. it makes sense because the barn and the spoon because Witherspoon, it all ties together. Texas weightlifting, guys. Texas freaking weightlifting. You we do it big. You do Great it big. Weekend. Oh, my God. Um, Always good. And uh, you can find me at Barbell Stories if you're listening to this. We probably already knew that. Um, you might and new listeners who knows. Maybe. Maybe Just this drums up, up some, um, <laughs> drums up some talks <laughs> and trousers. <laughs> drums up
1: I love that phrase.
0: Um, yeah. Thanks. That's it. We're going to go... Bye. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> bye.